Hi, and welcome to the Raven New Testament Church podcast. You are about to hear a powerful message. We hope that you are blessed and encouraged by this message today. Back in there, uh, kids' church this morning had had a good time in there, from what I could tell. Um, uh, another good day in the Lord today. Uh, but tonight is tonight. Uh, we uh, we're few in number here tonight. But uh, we're still going to praise the Lord here tonight. I want to come to you uh, real quick for any prayer requests that you might have that you'd like to call out before the Lord tonight. Any prayer requests? Yeah, Blakely and Bo and, and, and their loss as well. Yeah. Pray for Sister Brenda. Those situations, Gladys, Robert, uh, John, Sharon. Pray for, pray for Brother Rick, Sister Charlotte. Pray for Joshua. Continue to pray for him. My mother, my aunt, my brother. Pray for Megan. Cheers. Any others tonight? Any spoken requests? Like to be made known? Yes. Pray for Brother Audie now. Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Yeah, Miss Harper as well. A lot of needs tonight, a lot of needs, a lot of needs. Any others tonight you'd like to call out? Pray for Brother Nate. Yes. Lost children, yep. Yep, every one of us could say that, can't we? Uh, our family, lost family, lost friends. Who's that? Yes. Pray for Brother Terry for his loss as well. Uh, Chris, uh, Lisa. Uh, uh, the uh, Gill family and the Stacy family as well. Touch, touch both of those families. Uh, any others tonight you think about? Brother Rufus, Sister Linda, pray for that situation. So, Pray for Morgan's co-worker. Amen. Amen. Uh, any others tonight you'd like to call out? <clears throat> if no others, uh, let's all stand. Uh, unspoken request by the raising of your hands. And let's uh, get a hold to the Lord tonight. Invite him into this service with us tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now, Lord God, asking for an outpouring of your spirit, Lord. Lord, we love you today, God, and we thank you for bringing us from, from this morning to here, Lord God. Lord, we ask that you'll just come in and sup with us just for a little while right now, Lord God. Lord, come in and help us right now. Come in and work with us right now, Lord Jesus, God. Lord, come in and, and, and listen to these uh, requests tonight, Lord God. There's a, there's a numerous uh, requests. Lord, there's needs all over the house, Lord. There's healing. There's, there's uh, physical touches. There's financial touches, Lord. There's all kinds of different situations. There's spiritual touches that need to be done, Lord. Lord, we ask that you'll just touch each and every situation, God, as only you know how, Lord. And we'll be, be careful to give you the praise and honor and glory for it. In thy precious Son, Jesus' name I pray. Got a couple of real quick announcements. Uh, as we said today, kids' church began today. 
uh, during the Sunday morning worship, uh, and they kicked off uh, VBS. I, I seen some of those videos and some of those uh, recordings there. Uh, always a fun time. Uh, be announcing annual business meeting as well, Sunday, March the 28th, and that's at 6 p.m., so make sure that you attend that as well. Right now, we're going to worship our Lord, though. Tab, y'all want to get one uh, congregational song together? Sister Betty, uh, come, y'all come put one together for us. Page 162. You got a I care not today what the morrow may bring, if shadow or sunshine or rain. The Lord I know ruleth o'er everything, and all of my worry is vain. Living by faith. Yes, living by Obscuring the brightness of life. I'm never alarmed at the overcast skies. The master looks on at the stride. Living by faith. Yes, living by faith. In Jesus above. In Jesus above. Jesus. 
Amen. I know I'm living by faith today. And you know what? That's how you get your healings. You know, we believe in faith healing. You know, healing, you won't never, you won't never be healed of anything if you don't have the faith and you don't believe that God can do it first, first and foremost. And if you don't have that faith that, uh, that he can heal you, well, then I question the faith uh, in God at all because you know, without faith, we, we have no hope. Without faith, uh, we, we, uh, we can't uh, inherit the kingdom of God because without hope and without faith and believing, uh, you know, we can't believe that there is a risen Savior. We can't believe that he's coming back to get us, you know. So, so continue to live by faith tonight. If you're not living by faith tonight, then these altars are open. We'll pray for you. We'll anoint you with oil tonight. Keep working with us tonight. I want to ask Jacob, you want to sing one? Man, we're going to sing the heart of worship tonight. Y'all, y'all worship with us. I think it's time for not just us, but America to get back to the heart of worship and worshiping God like they should. When the music fades and all is swept away and I simply come longing just to bring something that's worth that will bless your heart. I'll bring you more than a song For a song in itself Is not what you have required You search much deeper within Through the way things appear You're looking into my heart I'm coming back to the heart of worship And it's all about you It's all about you, Jesus I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it When it's all about you It's all about you, Jesus When the music fades and all is swept away and I simply come Longing just to bring something that's of worth 
that will bless your heart. I'll bring you more than a song, for a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper within, through the way things appear. You're looking into my heart. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. And it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. When it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus, King of endless worth. No one could express how much you deserve. Though I'm weak and poor, all I have is yours, every single breath. I'll bring you more than a song, for a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper than through the way things appear. You're looking into my heart. I'm coming back to the heart of worship when it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it when it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm coming back to the heart of worship when it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it when it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. Amen. Truly it is tonight. It's all about Jesus. You know, if your life is not all about, if you don't have him first and foremost in your life, then um, you're missing out. You're missing out on a blessing. You know, his word said that he's a jealous God. His word says that if you put any other God before him, that he will not inhabit your, your temple, you know, your body is your temple. You know, if you don't put him first and foremost in your life and you don't consult with him before any of your decisions, things just fall apart, you know. You don't get your healings. You don't get your blessings. You don't get any answers, you know, whenever your prayers, they're, they're falling on deaf ears. But whenever you put him first and foremost in your life, he will deliver you from each and every situation. He'll deliver you uh, each and every time from your situation. I know he will because he's done it a many a time for me. Brother Willie, you want to sing one? You got one? Fire one off for us, brother. 
right here, brother. Pastor on to Leah. What chord are you going to be in, brother? Be in G. G chord. Help Brother Willie tonight sing. As this world looks up on me as I struggle alone. They say I have nothing, but they are so wrong. In my heart, I'm rejoicing how I wish they could see. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. There's a roof up above me. I have a good place to sleep. There's food on my table and shoes on my feet. You gave me your love, Lord, and a fine family. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. I know that I'm not wealthy and these clothes aren't new. I don't have much money, but Lord, I have you. To me, that's all that matters, though the world may not see. Thank you, Lord. Are you blessings on me? There's a roof up above me. I have a good place to sleep. There's food on my table and shoes on my feet. You gave me your love, Lord. And a fine family. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Well, amen, Brother Willie. Yes, sir. It's been a long time since I heard that one. And you know, that's, that's such a simple statement. But you know, sometimes if you go to these larger cities or if you go, you go to Mobile nowadays, you see homeless people all over, all over the street. They're, they're just everywhere. And you know, we take for granted that, that we, we do have a roof up above us, you know. I mean, I don't see any of us begging for bread. And you know, God's people don't have to. You know, the word says that he'll that he'll he'll let the birds bring it to you. He'll bring food to you and um, he'll provide for his for his people. But you know, not everyone uh knows the Lord. Not everyone has come to come to that understanding that he will provide. So that's what you and I are here for tonight. You and I are here to spread that word. You and I are here to spread that hope 
to those that uh, haven't been converted, to those that may not have that roof up above them and those simple, simple things of life. You know, we, we go through life and we, you know, some of us, some of us we have more than others, some of us, some of us uh, less than others. But, you know, uh, if you have God, then you're the wealthiest person in this world. You, you, have, you have the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and you're a king's kid is what you are. You know, you're a, ch- you're a child of the most high God. You're a child of the king is what you are. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't trade that for nothing in this world. Continue to worship with us tonight. Sister Morgan, you want to sing one for us tonight? Worship with Sister Morgan.
sing of the goodness of God. sing of the goodness of God. You know, all my life, he's been so, so good to me as well. He really has. And sometimes I've been not so good to him. You know, sometimes I've, I've let him down. Sometimes I've told him a few white lies. But you know, uh, he always took me back. He always takes you back. He'll dust you off and he'll, he'll cast those sins and he'll cast them little white lies. He'll cast them away to never be brought up against you again. That's what makes him so good. That's what makes him so 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 worthy of our praise and so worthy of, of us worshiping him. You know, he's a loving God. He's a caring God. He takes care of us when, in our time of need, and he'll he'll be there whenever you need him to be there. Sister Renee, y'all want to sing one tonight? Y'all got one? Y'all fire one on off. Amen. Worship with them as they come forward tonight. When y'all say something for the Lord when y'all get up here as well? Tell us what the Lord's done for y'all. Sister Tammy, y'all got you got one you want to sing tonight? Okay. Tab, you and Trina want to try one? The song. <laughs> <laughs> you got to move. <laughs> I looked at him. I said, "You got to move," and he said, "I got to move." <laughs> I mean, you got to move, and y'all can help. Well, that's kind of the meaning to the song that we're singing tonight is you got to move. You know, Mom used to sing this song when I was a teenager, and 
and uh, still sings it today. You got to move, you got to move. When the Lord gets ready, you got to move. Well, the Lord is ready. The Lord is always ready. Um, sometimes I wish they would redo the song and say, God's ready to move. God's ready to move. When you get ready, God's ready to move. Because God is always ready to move. He's just waiting on us to move. Uh, sometimes it's easy to move. And then sometimes, well, for some of us, it's a lot harder. <laughs> but um, it only takes a little bit of movement to move. But um, I just want to thank God for for you guys praying for uh, me the other night. Ashley passed her test and made exactly what she needed to make. And uh, I haven't heard from my from my test yet, but I know that it's going to be good. But, um, you know, sometimes we need to do like Mom did to Jacob, just walk up to somebody and say, you got to move. See, <laughs> you gotta move. 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 Now, when the Lord gets ready, you gotta move. Well, you may. When the Lord got ready, he had to move.
Sister Nate, you ain't got one you want to sing? No, huh? I'll tell you what, that was a good one. I ain't heard that one in a while. We had to move. You know, sometimes God wants you to move. Sometimes you got to put a little fire behind you. you got to put a little fire around you to get you to move. You know, sometimes it takes just a little bit of stimulation. Some of us are hard-headed. Some of us are thick-headed, me being one of those. Sometimes he has to provoke me just a little bit in order for me to get me to move. But I tell you what, whenever you move for God, if you take one step for God, he'll take 20 steps for you, and he'll walk ahead of you, and he'll make it safe for you to follow behind. We thank you tonight, and we love you tonight. Thank you for coming out to the house of the Lord. We're few in number, but I tell you what, I see, I see a bunch here tonight. We can put a bunch, of, a bunch of people to flight, a bunch of angels to flight tonight, what the Word says. You know, if... if, if uh, we all put one mind and one accord. There's no telling what we can do here tonight. Continue to worship with us tonight. Brother Tony's going to come forth and share the word with us tonight. So worship with Brother Tony. Amen. It's good to be in God's house tonight. Good, good songs, and uh, you're absolutely right, Sister, uh, Sister Betty. Y'all could have just went on singing, all y'all. Amen. Tonight, and uh, uh, just feel the presence of God in the place. Amen. Even though it's just a few of us uh, here tonight, but uh, I'm going to get right into it uh, tonight. We started last Sunday night uh, on a subject <clears throat> topic called power encounters, and we're going to continue on with that. Uh, tonight, and tonight's going to be part number two uh, of that, and, uh, and uh, if the Lord's willing, over the next uh, couple of weeks, we'll, we'll lay out a few more things. We may talk about it uh, a little bit tonight on kind of the direction that we're going, uh, but uh, well, I'm going to use Matthew chapter number uh, 11, verse number 12, uh, as, our, as our text and as our kicking off point. Uh, kind of every week or every every service or every night, whichever it is. Uh, but Matthew chapter number 11, verse number 12, it says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. And so we talked about last week this idea of power encounters. We learned that there's two kingdoms out there. There's the kingdom of God, and there's the kingdom of Satan. And as Christians, we know we're part of the kingdom of God, and we should be forcefully advancing the kingdom of God on this earth, that God has given us uh, some jobs to do while we're here. Uh, we should be pushing back against the forces of darkness that are in the world. We should be shining the light of Jesus Christ in the dark world that is around us. But we also know that uh, Satan also has a kingdom. Satan, the Bible says, is the prince of the power of the air. 
The Bible says he rules over principalities and over powers, over the rulers of the darkness of this world, and over spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. We also learn that the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan are opposed to one another. We know that, right? Uh, And as a, a result, there's a constant conflict going on between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. The kingdom of God is being forcefully advanced. Amen. It's being pushed forward, amen, by, by Christians, by those of us, amen, that are in the house of God, amen, tonight, amen. But Satan is also trying his best to stop the kingdom of God. And these conflicts, as we said last week, we're defining those conflicts as power encounters. Anything could fall in that category. And we learned that, in the, that these power encounters have been going on from the very beginning. From the Garden of Eden in the Old Testament, during the time of John the Baptist, during the time of Jesus' earthly ministry, uh, during the time of the early church in the book of Acts, and it is still going on today. We also learned that as Christians, we are involved in these power encounters, or at least we should be. In fact, as Christians, we engage in power encounters every single day, whether we realize it or not. When you share the gospel with a coworker who is lost, that is a power encounter. That's the kingdom of God coming against the kingdom of Satan. When you're hit with sickness in your body, it's a power encounter. You know where sickness came from, right? From sin, from the fall in the Garden of Eden. Amen. When you're bombarded with fear, with worry, with doubt, it's a power encounter against the kingdom of Satan that is trying to come against us. When the forces of darkness show up at your house and try to discourage, distract, and destroy you, it is a kingdom power encounter, amen, against that, uh, the evil forces that are coming against our lives. We also looked at what Jesus told his disciples re- regarding the signs of a believer. Now, if you can put up Mark chapter number 16, verses 17 through 18. This is what we talked about uh, a little bit uh, last week. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Those are the signs of a believer. We talked about that's not just some super believers, right? It wasn't just the super apostles. It's not just some that call themselves apostles today or whoever it may be. I mean, it's for every single believer, amen, in Christ Jesus today. We also talked about how Paul described his ministry as a demonstration of the Spirit and of power and how our ministry should be as well. 1 Corinthians 2 and 4 says this, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Amen. There it is. Amen. Paul said, amen, it's not about my words. It's not about any of those things. It's about a demonstration of the Spirit and of power. So tonight we're going to take, uh, we're going to go back to Mark chapter number 16, verse number 17. If you can throw that one back up on the screen, amen, for me real quick. Mark 16 and 17, and we're going to hone in and focus on the last phrase of that verse, they shall speak with new tongues. Because before we get to the rest of it, before we can talk about casting out devils, come on somebody, help me out, 
Amen. Before we can get, uh, amen, to preaching the gospel, before we can get to laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover, before we can get to the point where we got miracles and signs and wonders uh, that are going on around us, amen, I believe we got to get this one right tonight. Amen. And so, although last week was maybe a foundation for this, uh, this sermon series, tonight uh, is the meat and potatoes. Amen. If we don't get tonight, uh, amen, the rest of this uh, is going to be meaningless. Uh, amen. So we're going to pray for those that aren't here tonight. Uh, amen. That they're going to get it through the live stream, uh, or they're going to get it through osmosis. Uh, amen. Or they're going to get it from somebody else. Uh, amen. Because I'm going to get it tonight. Uh, amen. In my life. And no. Uh, amen. And if I'll get the Holy Ghost uh, and the Holy Spirit down down inside of my life uh, in a way uh, like it's never been before. Brother Bubba, we can start to see some of these things happen. The phrase, speak with new tongues, refers to being filled or being baptized in the Holy Ghost. Speaking in tongues is the initial physical evidence of the baptism in the Holy Ghost. Now, I, named, I titled this message, Being Filled with the Holy Ghost. I believe that's what I did. Amen. Being filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. But you know and understand if I say being filled with the Holy Ghost or being baptized in the Holy Ghost or the Holy Ghost coming upon you or, 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 or Jesus pouring out the Holy Spirit upon you, all those things mean the same thing. Speaking in tongues is the initial physical evidence of the baptism in the Holy Ghost. I've heard people say, amen, that, that, that said that they were filled or baptized in the Holy Ghost, but they didn't speak in tongues. Well, I mean, my answer to that is, is you're not baptized in the Holy Ghost in the way that we're talking about tonight, amen, because we've gone through this before. If y'all remember, we've talked about the book of Acts many times before. It's been recent, uh, probably in the last several months. Uh, Brother Bubba's talked about it. I've talked about it, amen. If you read through the book of Acts and you study the evidence, and we're not going to go through all that tonight, but you look at every instance where God poured out the Holy Ghost on, on the early apostles and those believers, uh, amen, there in uh, in the book of Acts, amen, it was either, it was either stated that they spoke in tongues uh, or you could interpret that they spoke in tongues by what happened, by how people reacted to it. Amen. We've already gone through all that, and I guarantee you, amen, if you'll get baptized with the Holy Ghost, uh, amen, you'll speak in tongues. Amen, just like the early apostles did, uh, just like Brother Bubba did. Amen. He told us, I think he told us about it this morning, didn't he? Uh, amen. Or it may have been Wednesday. I don't remember now, but uh, he preached on that and talked about how he, he was in that revival, got saved on Monday night, I believe, and got baptized with the Holy Ghost on Friday night. Amen. He said it took four days to get all that out of him. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to talk about some of that tonight. So here's, here's some questions I'm going to answer. And I ain't going to be before you a whole, a whole long time tonight. Amen. Unless the Holy Spirit just takes us in a different direction. Amen. But i got a few questions that I'm going to ask. Amen. And we're going to try to answer tonight. In regards to the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Number one, what is it? I hope we can define that tonight. Amen. Number two, why do I need it? Why do I need it? What's the big deal? Amen. About the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Number three, how do I get it? Amen. We're going to talk about that tonight. Number four, how do I know that I have it? Number five, how do I operate in it? Amen. I think that's important. A lot of people push through to the baptism of the Holy Ghost, but they don't go any further. Amen. There's still more, amen, to be done. And finally, number six, how does it relate to this subject that we're talking about of power encounters tonight? Amen. So I want to talk to you a few minutes tonight on this subject, being filled with the Holy Ghost. I want you to turn to Acts chapter number 2, most familiar scripture that we could probably read on this subject. You know it, I know it, we could probably quote it, amen, tonight, but uh, amen, for sake of, uh, 
Amen. Just reading the Word of God and looking at the pages. Amen. We're going to read it. Amen. Tonight. I like reading the Word of God. Amen. There's something about it. I'm going to turn with y'all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Acts chapter number 2. We'll just read four verses. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Now, there's a lot right there just in that verse. They were all with one accord. They had one mind. They had one thought. They had one, they had one, they had one purpose in being there. Amen. In one place. In verse 2, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The day of Pentecost is a special day. Some refer to it as the birthday of the church. Uh, Some refer to it as different things. But it was the fulfillment of the promise of the Father. It was promised all the way back in Joel chapter number 2. All the way back in the Old Testament. The Bible says, amen, that uh, God in the last days was going to pour out His Spirit upon His people. He's going to pour it out on the sons and the daughters. He said, your, your young men are going to see visions. Your old men are going to dream dreams. I mean, the, the Holy Spirit is going to be poured out, amen, on people. And, and on this day of Pentecost, the Bible says that 120 believers who were gathered together in one mind, in one accord, in one place, amen, uh, with one purpose in mind, which was to seek the promise of the Father that Jesus had already told them to go tarry in the city of Jerusalem until they be endued with this power from on high, amen, 120 believers were initially filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. They spoke in tongues that they did not know and had not learned. Many of these, many of these men, many of these women that were in that room that day were probably uneducated. Amen. They probably, amen, couldn't, maybe some of them couldn't read and write, uh, amen, in the way we think about today. Amen. But uh, they began to speak with these other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. Amen. And it was a powerful moment because, amen, there were Jews from all around, uh, amen, there that knew all of these languages and dialects that they didn't know about in Jerusalem. They didn't know about in Galilee and these kind of places. Uh, amen. But they began to speak, amen, with tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. And the Bible says, uh, amen, that there were many in Jerusalem that day, they began to listen and began to hear, uh, amen, what they were saying in these foreign tongues that they were speaking, uh, and they began to understand, hey, that's my language, Uh, hey, that's my dialect, Uh, amen, hey, I understand what they're saying, and they're praising and they're worshiping, uh, amen, God, and talking about His wonderful works. It was a powerful moment that day. A Holy Ghost revival broke out, and 3,000 souls got saved in one day. (laughs) Hallelujah. We're lucky to see three souls saved in a year. Come on, anymore. Come on. 3,000 souls got saved in one day because the Holy Ghost got poured out and some people were open to it. They received it, amen, and they allowed the Holy Spirit to infiltrate their lives, uh, amen, do some things in their hearts, uh, amen, because I'm going to tell you what, it wasn't Peter that day, amen, because Peter was a man that had just denied Jesus Christ not even 50 days before, Amen. Not even two months before, Peter denied he even knew the name of Jesus Christ. And he stood up and preached under the power of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. 
and 3,000 souls got saved. So that tells me it wasn't Peter. It was the Holy Ghost working through Peter, amen, that brought about all these things, amen. And so, amen, the, the 3,000 souls got saved that day. But here's the thing. Pentecost is still being poured out today. It is. Amen. It, in many places, it's not because people don't want it. Or they want to, I mean, we got, the church is too dignified, it's too, uh, it's too commercialized, it's too modern. <clears throat> the Holy Ghost don't fit into the pattern. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, amen, the Holy Ghost is still being poured out today to those who want it. It did not stop with the 120, even in the Bible. Amen. It moved on to the Samaritans. You remember the story? Samaritans got filled, baptized in the Holy Ghost, began to speak with other tongues. It moved on to the Gentiles. Remember Cornelius and his family, amen, got filled with, baptized with the Holy Ghost, uh, amen, began to speak with other tongues. Uh, it began to spread out all over the world, Ephesus, uh, amen, and all these places, amen, where, amen, the disciples and the apostles began to go around and preach the gospel, amen, and it is still being poured out today uh, on hearts and lives, uh, amen, that want it, uh, that will receive it, uh, that that are hungry for it, uh, that are thirsty for it, uh, that'll say, hey, God, uh, give me some, uh, amen, of that Pentecostal fire in my life. The promise is to you. I didn't put, put the verses up there because you know them, Acts 2, 38 and 39. Remember what Peter says? He says, repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And you will receive this gift of the Holy Ghost because this promise is to you and it's to your children and it's to your grandchildren. He said your children's children. <laughs> Amen. It is to those that are all afar off. As many as the Lord our God shall call. Now, if you wasn't in the first one, children, and you wasn't in the second one, children's children. <laughs> Amen. You're definitely in some of these last ones. <laughs> To those that are afar off, amen, we're a long ways from Jerusalem tonight, <laughs> amen, and, and as many as the Lord our God shall call. Every single believer in Jesus Christ has the same opportunity, amen, to receive this gift into their hearts and lives. So being filled with the Holy Ghost, what is it? And as we said, it can be referred to being filled with the Holy Ghost. Peter explained that Jesus poured out the Holy Ghost. Believers can, the Bible says, receive the Holy Ghost. And it also says that in one place the Holy Ghost came on them. Amen. And there's all these different ways, amen. But here's what it is. Being filled with the Holy Ghost or being baptized in the Holy Ghost is a supernatural added power from God. Amen. It is above and beyond your salvation relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. In fact, amen, if you go back and read our statement of faith, it tells you, amen, we believe that the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues occurs subsequent or after salvation. Amen. It's not a salvation. The Holy Spirit comes into your life and dwells in your heart when you're saved. But being baptized or being filled with the Holy Ghost is a special supernatural endowment of power from on high above and beyond that. Amen. Who doesn't want more? Think about this just for a minute. Amen. What if your power company called you up tomorrow morning and said, have we got a deal for you? We're going to add, amen, a, a, a thousand kilowatts per month, kilowatt hours per month, amen, free. We're not even going to charge you for it. You don't have to sign up. We don't need a credit card number. We're just going to do this free of charge. All you've got to do is receive it. And you go, 
ah, you know what? I don't think I really need that much power. I mean, I don't think I want anything free. I don't think I'll take it. I mean, we do that. We got that going on at work today. I mean, we're trying to, I mean, last week, I mean, the company come up with something. I mean, I won't go into all the details of it. I mean, but it, was, it came out they were going to pay for this for the employees for an entire year, actually for a year and four months till next June 30th, 2022. I mean, they're going to pay for it for us. I mean, nothing comes out of our pocket. Nothing comes out of our check. I mean, it is only a benefit. There's nothing wrong with it, nothing bad with it, nothing anything with it, amen, and just about half the people in the company said, no, I don't want it, amen, she can preach with me, let her bone, amen, free of charge, and they don't even want it, amen, but it's the same way with the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit, uh, it is free, uh, it is available to us, uh, amen, but there are so many people, amen, that just don't want it, amen, it's a gift, Amen. I want you to underline that in mind. In fact, uh, amen. You got, somebody's going to holler over it, brother, brother. But look over at your neighbor and tell them it's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. Amen. It's a gift from God. Amen. And we're, we're going to talk about that a little bit more as we go into this. Amen. Number two, why do I need it? Amen. Number one, it's empowerment for service. Amen. The Bible says that after the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost worked through the early Christians in power. Not Alabama power. Through the Holy Ghost power. The Bible says Stephen is described as a man full of God's grace and power, Acts 6 and 8. Philip's ministry was coupled with many demonstrations of the Holy Ghost's power in Acts chapter number 8. Paul's ministry, as we found out last week, was a demonstration of power. Go read Acts chapter 14 and Acts chapter 19. In fact, Paul later wrote to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter number 4 verse 20. He says, for the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Power. Hey Amen. See, Brother Bubba said it right this morning. We can baptize you back here, uh, amen, in this water until you turn blue in the face and you pass out. Uh, I mean, you get hypothermia or whatever it is you get. And you can just, you can get out of that water uh, as lost as lost can be. Uh, and you can get out, you can go out into eternity lost and undone without Jesus Christ. I can get up here and preach that I'm blue in the face. Amen. Some of y'all wasn't here that night. Amen. Little Jacelyn, amen, got upset with us the other night after church. Amen. Because uh, somebody told her no. Amen. About something. I don't remember what it was. Uh, amen. And she quit breathing. She started crying, and then she quit breathing. How long was it, Brother Nate? At least 45 seconds or a minute? Too long, Sister Morgan said. She turned blue. She was back there by the door, and she came walking back up the aisle, uh, tapped her, tried to grab her, and tried to get her to breathe, and uh, and all these things. Amen. But uh, I mean, she was turning. Uh, she turned purple, then she turned blue. I'm talking about Smurf blue, like this. Uh, amen. And her lips were blue, her arms were blue, everything was blue. Uh, amen. I finally said, "Well, my God, I don't know what's going to happen." Uh, amen. But eventually, she's going to pass out. Uh, and when she passes out, Amen. Her her brain is going to say, "Breathe." Uh, amen. And she's going to start breathing again. But sure enough, uh, Amen. It didn't take but a second. Amen. She began to walk. She went. And she went face down on as soon as she went face down on the floor, she started breathing again. I can get up here and preach, amen, until I'm blue in the face like this little one. Amen. Until I pass out, my brains come out. Amen. And I can do all of this. Amen. But until somebody decides that they want more power, so somebody decides that they want the Holy Ghost, if somebody decides, I'm gonna push aside the plate. I'm gonna push aside the things of this world, and I'm going after Christ. There's nothing we can do. 
Brother Nate said it right. I think you said it. I mean, if I didn't forgive, if you didn't forgive me, amen. But I think you said it. I mean, after church one night or when we was up here one night, I mean, standing right back there. I remember it was back there. Amen. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Amen. And that's the same with this, with the Word of God and with the with the Holy Ghost and with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brother Bubba can lead us. Uh, and I can lead us. I mean, anybody else can lead us, uh, amen, to the truth. Amen. But we can't make you drink. It's up to you. Amen. And so I'm going to give you a choice tonight, uh, amen, in this thing. But it is not about word. It's not about that. It's about power. It's about the power, amen, of God. There's plenty of preachers out there that have a word. Uh, there's plenty of preachers out there that have, uh, amen, a, a, a great sermon, amen, prepared, uh, amen. But we need some preachers and we need some teachers and we need some singers uh, and we need some musicians and we need some youth leaders and we need, amen, some kids church leaders and we need some people, amen, who are on fire for God and full, amen, of the Holy Ghost. You see, Jesus knew that we were not going to have enough power to complete the task that he left us with without the fullness of the Holy Ghost. That's why the power of the Holy Ghost is one of the most important necessities for being an effective servant for Christ. You see, we still face, amen, the sick and the infirm who need healing. We still come in contact with demon-possessed people who need deliverance. And there's many other circumstances that we face every single day that require the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost. And we can't do it any other way. That's why I think it's essential that every believer be continuously filled with the Holy Ghost. Continuously. Amen. Before, amen. It, some may disagree with me on this, and it's fine. Amen. If you do, uh, above, if you disagree with me, amen, sit, amen just, just stop me and I'll sit down. Before we begin to preach, we should be, before, let me say, let me rephrase this. Before we seek to preach, we should seek to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says in Acts chapter number 1, verse 8, but you shall receive power before the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Then you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Amen. Before we seek, uh, amen, to do some of these things that we're going to be talking about in the next several weeks, uh, amen, we need to be seeking for the power of the Holy Ghost, uh, amen, to empower our ministry and our walk with Jesus Christ. Before we be seek to cast out devils, we better seek to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Uh, amen. We're going to get to that one. <laughs> Amen. It may be toward the end. Amen. We're going to hit that one. Before we seek to operate in signs, wonders, and miracles, we should seek to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Before we seek to pray for the sick to be healed, I understand I'm talking about it in a miraculous way. You understand? Amen. Before we seek to pray for the sick to be healed, we need to seek for the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. To empower us. Amen. To do the work. Why? Because that Holy Ghost is our source of power. Amen. Acts chapter, she took it off. That's fine. Leave it off. Uh, Acts chapter number one, verse eight. Uh, amen. That's not Paul's words. That's not Peter's words. That's not Andrew's words. That's not Philip's words. That's not Bartholomew's words. That's not Brother Bubba's words. That's not Brother Tony's words. That's Jesus's words. Amen. He said it. You'll receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So number three, how do I get it? Here's, all right, we're going to get to the meat and potatoes right now. How do I get the baptism of the Holy Ghost? 
Amen. It's, it's really simple. Amen. But we do make it complicated. It's just like salvation. We make it more complicated sometimes than it needs to be. It is really simple, but I'm going to go through some things tonight. Amen. I'm going to try to be pretty practical with this. How do I get the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Number one, I think you need to repent. <laughs> That's a bad word in the church world today, isn't it? <laughs> Amen. Repent. Well, by the, by the Tony, I'm saved. I didn't say you wasn't saved. I just said you need to repent. <laughs> Amen. I got to repent every day. Did you say that this morning? Repent daily. Amen. We got to repent of any known sin. Well, first of all, you know, understand the baptism of the Holy Ghost is not for unbelievers. We, we've got that clear, right? <laughs> Amen. On the day of Pentecost, Peter told the crowd, repent and be baptized. I mean, I believe he's talking about there in water initially, amen, but in order to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, uh, amen, he is saying, amen, you need to repent, wash away, get your sins washed away, take them to Calvary, let the blood of Jesus Christ, uh, amen, wash them away, amen, and a believer who is seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost should repent of any and all known sin and strive to live according to God's standard of holiness. Amen. I've seen people that have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And I'm talking. I'm talking about. Uh, I'm talking about seeking God. I'm talking about every time there's a church service and an altar call, and even if there's not an altar call, they make their own. And they'll sit at an altar, pray at an altar, amen, for 30, 45 minutes, an hour, amen, or longer, amen, seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost and don't receive it. I've seen people, amen, Brother Bubba, just like similar to your situation, get saved and almost immediately, within a week, uh, receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost without, uh, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And the question then becomes, why does it take so long for one and not for the other? Amen? I believe, it's, I believe it comes down to one thing, Brother Bubba, and I'm just going to be plain. I'm just going to be honest tonight. Amen? As long as you have hidden sin and unrepented of sin in your life, uh, amen, and that thing is more important to you than seeking and receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost, uh, amen, God's going to say, well, if that's really what you want, that's what I'm going to let you have. Until you get hungry enough, until you get thirsty enough, until you decide, amen, this, uh, amen, this walk with Jesus Christ, receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost, having the power to cast out devils and heal the sick and raise the dead is more important to me, amen, than that thing uh, and that but that, that pleasure, uh, amen, and that sin that is in my life, uh, amen, once you make that decision uh, uh, to say, I'm going to hate the sin uh, and I'm going to love the things of God, uh, that's the moment uh, where the Holy Spirit will come down uh, and begin to fill your life. I believe that. A lot of people don't want to preach that anymore. They don't preach sin. They're not going to tell you you need to repent, amen, and that's, I'm going to be honest with you, that's the reason why a lot of people aren't baptized with the Holy Ghost, amen, because I think it starts with repentance, Number two, we got to believe that the gift of the Holy Ghost is for all believers. I told you the Holy Ghost is a gift. It cannot be deserved or earned. Amen. It's received by active, obedient faith. The same way that you receive salvation is the same way that you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You get saved. Brother Bubba talks about this a lot, and I heard this a lot, and I think people... Huh, uh, maybe misuse this from time to time, but it, there's a lot of truth in this statement. You get saved, you get sanctified, and you get filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There's a process that has to take place. There's salvation is necessary. 
Amen. But the cleansing of the temple is also necessary. There's a sanctification process that must happen. Uh, amen. We've got to get those things out of our lives. Uh, amen. And get it prepared. Amen. The, the Holy Ghost is not going to come in and flood. Amen. A, a temple that is full. Amen. Of all these things. One word. Then, <clears throat> what you've got to know and understand is that it's a gift. It's a gift. You can't earn it. Just like you don't earn salvation. You don't, none of us deserve it. It's just a free gift. Amen. From God. Amen. What a powerful statement. But we got to believe that. You got to believe it. Amen. That God has it for you. It's not for somebody else. It's not just for somebody else. It's for you as well. Amen. You got to have that faith to believe. Amen. To reach out to God. Amen. For it. Number three, you got to ask for it. That's pretty simple. I know. But, uh, I mean, you'd be surprised. Amen. How many people will not ask for the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Amen. You know, Brother Bubba, you got, you got preachers and you got people to stand behind pulpits today that will actually teach the very opposite. They'll condemn you for seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I thank God we don't have a church like that. Amen. I don't, I don't know what I would do, <laughs> amen, if, uh, if, if, I had to, if, I had to co- if I had to exist in a church, amen, where there was no power of the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, I've been in those kind of churches. Tapta and I have tried those, uh, amen. We've worn the T-shirt, amen, and we gave it back. <laughs> we didn't want it. <laughs> been in those churches, amen, where there's a form of godliness but no power. Amen. I don't want that in my life. Uh, amen. I want the Holy Spirit. But you've got to ask for it. God promised to pour out the Holy Ghost on hungry seekers who will open their hearts to Him and ask. Got to ask for it. You know, your kids know how to ask for stuff. Hey, Amen. Jake, I'm pretty sure Asher knows how to ask for what he wants, don't he? He's got a way. Kim's giving him. He don't ask, he demands. Okay. Well, I'm just going to say, I would. Hey, I wish we had some Christian folks, uh, amen, who would get that kind of attitude and begin to say, uh, it's a gift, God, uh, amen, it's mine. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and lay claim to it, amen. Give it to me, it's mine, amen. Hallelujah. But you kids know how to ask for what they want, amen. The Bible says if we, being evil, know how to give good things to our children, there ain't nobody in here that ain't never gives something good to your children. If they ask you for something that's good and right, you're not, you're not going to deny them of that. You're not going to give them something evil. What did Jesus say? I mean, if they ask for an egg, are you going to give them a scorpion? If they ask for a fish, you're going to give them a serpent? No. You're going to give them something good. And if you and I, being evil, know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will our Heavenly Father give the Holy Ghost to them that ask Him? It's just that simple. Repent of our sins. Believe, amen, it's for us, uh, amen, and begin, amen, to ask God, amen, for it. Amen, we got to be willing to get on our knees and ask. Number four, we got to worship and praise. I'm coming back to the heart of worship, amen. When it's all about you and it's not about me, amen, you know what I'm talking about? Amen, just sing it tonight, amen. There is, uh, amen, uh, or sing it today, was it this morning or tonight? It was tonight. I thought it was. Amen. My brain works in mysterious ways. Amen. Sometimes we got to worship and praise Jesus. On the day of Pentecost, 120 disciples were in one accord worshiping and praising the Lord. Amen. And praying. I believe they were seeking God in that place. They had been there for 10 days. 
Amen. They weren't just sitting around going, oh, my Lord, would he hurry up? Goodness gracious, he told us to tarry, but my goodness, 10 days? No, they were on their knees. Uh, they were praying and seeking God. Uh, they were probably singing songs, uh, amen, and hymns, uh, amen, and spiritual songs. Uh, and they were lifting up the name of Jesus. Uh, and they were ex- expecting, uh, amen, the Holy Spirit, that promise of the Father at any moment. Same way with us. It's got to be joyful praise and expectant worship to prepare our hearts to receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. Can I give you some practical advice? Amen. If you're sick of the baptism of the Holy Ghost, amen, begin to speak praises to the Lord. It's in the middle of the church service, just in the middle of an altar call, just in the middle of whatever it is that's going on, just in the middle of driving down a road or at your job on, on, at work, amen, listening, amen, to, uh, amen to, a, to a song, amen, or to the radio station, uh, amen, and praising God. Begin to speak the praises of God audibly, out loud. Amen. It's okay to do it in our heads sometimes. That's fine because God knows what's going on in our heads. Thank God He does. Amen. Speak it out loud. When you begin to verbalize it, when you begin to speak those praises, say, God, I thank you. Thank you for, thank you for the gift of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for, I mean, your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the power. Thank you for the anointing. Thank you for the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. For what you've done for us and what you're going to do for us. Amen. You'll be surprised what will happen. Amen. Begin praising Jesus for who he is, for what he's done, and for what he is going to do in your life. And as you begin to enter into God's presence in worship, you'll feel the presence of the Holy Ghost on you and all around you. I've, been, I've prayed for people before, amen, to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and they not receive it. But I've prayed for them. Brother Bubby, you have to. I know. Amen. You, lay hand, you begin to pray for somebody, and you begin to lay hands on them. Amen. And it don't take a long prayer. Amen. And you could just feel uh, the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit all around you. It's all over me. It's all over the people next to me. It's all over everybody that's in the house. Uh, it's all over the person that you're praying for. Amen. They're just about, uh, amen, to come out of their skin. Uh, amen. Because the Holy Ghost is so powerful. You can feel it and just say, if you would just receive it. It's right there. Open up your mouth. Amen. And let her fly. Amen. Let it go. Amen. It's right there. There's something holding them back from receiving it. Maybe it's that one thing. Maybe it's that one sin. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's, maybe it's just uncertainty of, of stepping out, uh, amen, of the boat, stepping out by faith and saying, you know what, I'm just going to do something completely crazy that I've never done before. Amen. When the Lord gets ready, you got to move. When the Holy Ghost is on you, you got to move. That's the time to receive it. Uh, amen. I, I, I believe this very uh, uh, I believe this uh, very much so in my life. Amen. I've seen it happen many, many times. Amen. There are only certain opportunities where the Holy Ghost comes on us in that way. I mean, you just, can't, you just don't turn the switch on and off when you want to. It's when the Holy Ghost decides, amen, that's the moment, amen, for that person or for that church service, whatever it may be. Worship and praise Jesus. Number five. You got to step out by faith and receive it. I already said it. Let's say it again. It's up to you to receive it. When somebody gives you a gift, you don't beg for it. You reach out and take it, what's being offered to you, and you're just thankful for it. Hey, man, you ever seen somebody do it? You ever tried to give somebody a gift? And, or everybody, has somebody ever tried to give you a gift? Hey, man, you just refused it? You ever had anybody do you like that? 
Yeah, let me pay you for it. Hey, man, I guess that's okay. Hey, man, if that's what you want to do, but a gift is supposed to be free. Hey, man, a gift is not supposed to cost anything. Amen. Every once in a while, I mean, us as guys, I mean, sometimes maybe it hurts our pride a little more than the ladies. I don't know. Amen. But somebody says, hey, I'm going to pick up the check tonight for the dinner. Like, oh, no, man, I got this. I'm going to get mine. No, no, let me get it. No, 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 no. Let me get it. No, no, no. Let me get it. You ever been there? Amen. Brother Bubba's going, fine. Y'all take it. Amen. Y'all have I don't argue with nobody's what he said. Amen. Y'all have it. Uh-uh. Let him have it. Amen. He wants to take it, take it. Amen. That's right. Amen. But the gift of God is free. The only thing God expects of us to do is to simply receive it. It is just that simple. Amen. It's just like a gift at Christmas or your birthday or any other thing. Amen. Receive it. Uh, as you begin, uh, amen, to do that, I'm here to tell you, uh, amen, the Holy Spirit will be poured out on you. I mean, you'll receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, uh, amen, and, and with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, amen. Let me go back through those again. Number one, repent. Number two, believe. Number three, ask. Number four, worship. And number five, step out by faith and receive it. So how do I know that I have it? Well, the initial physical evidence, as we said, is speaking in other tongues. As you begin to sense the presence of the Holy Ghost on you and around you, just continue to worship Him and praise Him. We prayed for some. I know Nate Morgan's been with us as well, and we prayed for some for probably over 30 minutes or 45 minutes. Amen. The Holy Ghost was just all over them and all around them. Amen. And we heard, I mean, I'll just go ahead and tell you. I mean, I don't know what was in it. Was, it was us four and one of, the, one of the youth in a room one day. I don't know if you all remember this story or not. Amen. And there was so much of the power of God in there. I mean, I, Brother Bubba, I prayed and so I just, uh, I was dripping wet, and I mean, I was, I had prayed my guts out, and uh, amen, everybody else had too. I mean, there was so much of the power of God in that room, <laughs> amen, where we were praying, you could just feel it all over us and all over them, and all, it was in the walls, it was in the ceiling, it was everywhere. The Holy Ghost was everywhere, <laughs> amen, in that place, and we prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, <laughs> amen, and we got done, amen, I don't, amen, I never heard uh, anything, I don't feel like, amen, we broke through, amen, with that particular individual at that moment in time, amen, but everybody got talking about it afterwards and said, Did did y'all hear that voice? I said, uh, I'll be honest with you, I didn't. I didn't hear that voice. And it was like, we heard a voice. There was somebody in this room speaking in tongues, and it wasn't us four. And it wasn't the one we were praying for. Amen. There was something else, Brother Bubba, in that room. I'm telling you what, the power of God was real in that place. Uh, amen. And it was uh, it was evident. Uh, amen. That there might have been, I don't know, it might have been heavenly angels, uh, amen, surrounding us. Uh, amen. Praying as well. Uh, amen. For them uh, to receive. Uh, amen. Who knows? Uh, in the middle of a church service uh, or a praise service uh, or whatever it is. Uh, amen. Just lift up your hands and begin to worship God uh, and say, here I am, God. An open vessel, God. Uh, pour out your spirit. Uh, amen. And I'm ready to receive it. Hallelujah. How do I know I got it? I mean, the Holy Spirit will come all over you. Amen. You'll begin to speak, uh, amen, words that you have never learned. Amen. That's why I said, speak them out loud. They're going to come in your brain first. That's how it happens. It goes in your brain and out your mouth. That's how everything else works. Uh, amen. But you got to be willing to open up that mouth and let it go and let her fly, as Brother Bubba says. Uh, amen. Let those words out. Don't hold back in fear. Step out in faith. Speak what the Holy Ghost empowers you to speak. And only what the Holy Ghost empowers you to speak. 
I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. I say this every time I preach a message on the baptism of the Holy Ghost, or at least I try to. A couple words of caution. Don't go read a book and try to figure out how to speak in tongues. Amen? Don't listen. Amen? I'm going to say this. I know we're on live stream, but we're not on YouTube anymore, so I don't think I'll get us in trouble. Don't listen to those preachers online or on TV or wherever they are that try to teach you, start saying this word, and just repeat this word over and over and over and over again until you get the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Turn that mess off. Delete it off your phone. Get rid of it. Amen. It's garbage. You don't need it. Amen. There's not not a 12-step program to getting the baptism of the Holy Ghost and speaking in other tongues. I've said this one before. Amen. Some of y'all may remember. You probably got your own. Amen. I used to say, I don't have a tie on tonight. Amen. But they used to say, I'm going to say this. Amen. I understand I'm doing this. Amen. To... Amen, not to entice you to go look at this kind of stuff and read this kind of stuff. Uh, Amen, but uh, some of the preachers used to tell people, amen, and give them some words to say to begin to speak in tongues. And they would say, you see my tie? I tie my tie. You say that over and over and over again faster. I see my, you see my tie? I tie my tie. Oh, there you are. You got the Holy Ghost. No, you didn't. You said you have a tie and you want to tie your tie. That ain't the Holy Ghost. That's garbage. It's flesh. It's nonsense. It's not it. You see, speaking in tongues is not the Holy Ghost. It's the evidence. But that ain't it. There is so much more to the Holy Ghost than speaking in tongues. So why are you focusing so much on it tonight, Brother Tony? Because that's the initial physical evidence. Amen. You'll know it. You want to know how you're going to know it when you get it? Amen. You're going, number one, you're going to feel it. I did. I don't know how y'all did. I did. Amen. I wallowed in the floor over there like a madman. Amen. When I was young, amen, got baptized in the Holy Ghost. I spent, I don't know how many, amen, minutes or or how much time I spent in my garage in Baymanette, amen, in that uh, little black BMW 325i, 1993 version, amen, uh, amen, worshiping and praising God, amen, and being baptized in the Holy Ghost, uh, amen. You're going to know it. You're going to feel it, amen, but you're going to know, amen, everybody else around you is going to know it too because you're going to be in speak with tongues, uh, amen, as the Spirit gives you, amen, the utterance. Don't rehearse the words ahead of time. Don't let other people put words in your mouth, amen. When we try to make the sign happen, we're operating in the flesh. So how do I operate in the Holy Ghost? Let me tell you what, the baptism in the Holy Ghost is a wonderful experience. If you don't have it, amen, I'm telling you, you're missing out, amen, on what God has got in store for you. Amen. Well, Brother Tony, what are you talking about? Amen. Am I going to make it to heaven? Yeah, you're going to make it to heaven. Amen. If you're saved, you're going to make it to heaven. Amen. But you're missing out on a great opportunity, amen, to have that supernatural added power from on high, amen, in your life on a daily basis, Amen, and operating in and through your life. Amen. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is not a goal of final achievement, but a door to future action. I didn't write that, so I'm going to read it again because it was good. The baptism in the Holy Ghost is not a goal of final achievement, but a door of future action. What are you saying? Getting baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues is not the end of what God wants to do in your life. 
God wants to go beyond that initial filling of the Holy Ghost. Those few words from a heavenly language from heaven, amen, coming down through you is speaking through your life. God wants to do so much more than just that in your life. See, God wants to take you to some higher heights. Uh, God wants to take you to the place, uh, amen, where you begin to preach the gospel to every creature. God wants to take you to the place, amen, where you cast out devils. Uh, God wants to take you to the place, uh, amen, where you, uh, amen, lay hands on the sick and they begin to recover. God wants to take you to the place, uh, amen, where the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit, amen, is moving and operating through you. Hallelujah. I want you to think about this. I'm almost done. A small town was blessed with a beautiful spring that watered not only the village, but others down the mountain. The village elders began to resent the benefit that others received from their spring. So they walled it in and kept all the water for themselves. With time, the pool of water became dead and stagnant and useless. Finally, the leaders tore down the wall, and as the water began to stream down the mountain, the clouded, the clouded stagnant pool began to clear once again. It became a source of life and blessing once again to everybody. See, when you and I, amen, hold this thing in, amen, if I'm just all about me, I'm just all about getting everything that I can get, amen, I'm a dead, stagnant pool of spiritual nothingness. When the Holy Ghost is real in your life and in my life, is when I'm not a pool, I'm a stream. You understand, when Jesus described it, he said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. He didn't say it was going to come out a pond. It's a river. Why? Because it's flowing. It's constantly flowing. It's constantly moving. Amen. It's fresh water all the time. It's living water. Amen. It's moving in my life. Uh, amen. I got some coming in. I got some going out. Uh, God's filling me. Amen. Today. Uh, I'm giving some to somebody tomorrow. Uh, amen. The Holy Ghost is filling me tonight. Uh, amen. Because I'm going to face something tomorrow. Uh, and I'm going to reach out to somebody else uh, who's in need. Amen. It's a river flowing in us. Uh, amen. That is working. Amen. So understand this. Amen. We cannot hold it in. It's not just about, uh, amen, I spoke in tongues, uh, amen, so I get my name on a, amen, on a chart on the wall to say, uh, amen, Brother Tony got the baptism of the Holy Ghost and he spoke in tongues. Oh, no plaques, no trophies. Amen. You know what you get? You get a responsibility and a job to do. You see, God doesn't entrust his gifts and his power, amen, to people who are going to misuse it. God entrusts his spirit and his power and his anointing. He invested in people who are willing to give it away, who are willing to use it to help somebody else, amen, who are willing to use it to build the kingdom of God instead of their own kingdom, amen. If we're not careful, Brother Bubba, in the Pentecostal movement, I've seen it happen many times again, we can get caught in that False doctrine of building our own kingdoms. You know what you're doing, really, when you're building your own kingdom? You're building the kingdom of Satan. That's hard. I know it's hard. It's true. 
There's only two kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. If you're building your own kingdom, you're on the other team. I'm on the other team. Amen. We need to make sure, amen, we're building the kingdom of God. Amen. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is not intended to be a one-time experience. Ephesians 5.18 says, Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. If I were to set a cup up here tonight, if I were to leave this one up here, or I were to fill up a cup tonight and sit it on the pulpit and leave it till next Sunday morning, when we came back next Sunday, there'd be less water in that cup than there was tonight. I could fill it to the brim, and that water will evaporate over time. You go sit it outside in the sun, it'll evaporate a whole lot faster. It may not even be nothing left by the time we get to next week. I don't know. Amen. But it's the same way with our spiritual condition. Amen. Day after day we go, amen, that Holy Spirit, amen, is, uh, amen, it gets less and less. It gets lower and lower by the bubble. We've got to have a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit, amen, in our lives every single day. I'm going to do this one thing, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to skip a little bit here. But I want to fill you in on this, and then we're going to close. How is the baptism of the Holy Ghost related to power encounters, the thing that we're talking about, the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of Satan? Let me tell you this. The day of Pentecost was a reversal of the Tower of Babel. At the Tower of Babel, if you remember that story back in Genesis, God judged the idolatry and wickedness of mankind. They were trying to build a tower to reach heaven, and to make a name for themselves. There are a lot of people trying to do that still today. So God confused their languages and spread them out over the face of the earth. Remember that story. Well, how is that related? I mean, how is that uh, the, the day of Pentecost, the reversal of the Tower of Babel? Well, first of all, the Tower of Babel rever- resulted in a curse. The day of Pentecost resulted in a blessing. The promise of the Father being poured out. Where the Tower of Babel resulted in confused languages, the day of Pentecost resulted in new, understood, heavenly languages. Amen. Where the Tower of Babel resulted in separation and disunity, the day of Pentecost resulted, uh, amen, in a unifying, uh, amen, power, amen, to bring the church together, uh, amen, in Jesus Christ, uh, amen, and it brought, uh, amen, people from all over the world, amen, back together again. See, the Tower of Babel was Satan's attempt to try to, amen, to, to... to strike in the face of God. And we try to get people to worship other gods. Remember, the day of Pentecost was a catalyst, a launching point for the church of the living God that is still alive and on fire today. We're here tonight, amen, at Rabin New Testament Church, amen, with the, with the awesome, awesome privilege to serve God, to be saved, to receive salvation in our lives, amen, and have the opportunity to receive this gift, amen, of the Holy Ghost in our lives, amen, amen. The day of Pentecost was a, was a power encounter. It was a reversal of the Tower of Babel. It was a spiritual blow to the kingdom of Satan, and it was a catalyst, as I said, amen, to advance the kingdom of God. And in the same way, every time somebody is filled with the Holy Ghost or operates in the fullness of the Holy Ghost, Satan's kingdom is attacked and brought down just a little bit lower. And that makes me happy. <laughs> Amen. I'll just go ahead. I'm, gonna, I'm off the notes. Okay, I'll, I'll close them. Amen. And we're going to close the service here in just a second. Amen. I won't be tempted to go back to it. 
Every time Satan kingdom, Satan's kingdom is attacked and brought down a little lower, I get a little happier. Because I don't know how it's been at your house. Amen. Y'all don't get mad at me. Amen. Don't send me nasty emails. Last three weeks have been pure tea hell. Amen. Brother, can I use Brother Bubba? Can I use that language? Amen. I'll use your language. Amen. Tonight. Hallelujah. I mean, the, the devil has been coming after me and my family, amen, like never before. Ever since, uh, amen, I told you all about two weeks ago, I don't remember what it was, uh, I was standing up behind the pulpit and I said, uh, as soon as I preach this message and as soon as I say this thing, I know the devil is coming at me next week and I do not care. Y'all remember when I said You remember when I said that? We go back, I don't know exact words, you can go back and listen to the video. I said something along those lines. And the devil was listening. Yeah, he's fired up. And so am I. Amen. And as the old song says, I have decided to follow Jesus. Amen. A, we were singing, uh, amen, was it this morning? I think it was. Uh, Brother Kevin got on the drums. I mean, for anybody got here, uh, amen, we were beating and banging around on stuff up there. And, uh, amen, we just began to sing the song. I was alone and idle. I was a sinner too. I heard a voice from heaven saying there is work to do. I took the master's hand and joined that heavenly band. Now I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. Yes, I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. Yes, I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. Y'all have me saying, come on. Well, I promised him that I would serve him till I die. So I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. Amen. That's my prayer tonight. I mean, I, I told God, uh, amen, that I will serve him with everything that I have uh, until the day that I die and leave this earth. Uh, amen. And no devil in hell uh, or force of darkness, uh, amen, can stop the advance uh, of the kingdom of God uh, and men and women who are on fire for God and full of the Holy Ghost. Stand on your, stand to your feet tonight. If you're able to stand. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost, give us direction. Amen tonight. Amen. Right where you're at, if you would, just bow your heads just for a moment. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, amen, as we come to you tonight, amen, I ask you, Lord, just to be with us, God, the remainder of this service, God, tonight. God, I pray, God, that uh, God needs to be met in this place. I pray, God, that hearts would be opened in this place. I pray, God, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would be poured out in this place. I pray, God, tonight that there are some that desire uh, more of your Spirit. Uh, God, if there's some that desire the baptism of the Holy Ghost, if there's some, God, that desire, God, more power from on high, if there's some, God, tonight, uh, amen, that are ready, uh, God, for the next step in their life, amen, and if there's some, God, that are ready uh, for a movement of the Holy Ghost, amen, in their spirit and in their lives, God, if there's some that says, you know, what, uh, amen, I want to be like some of those believers, uh, amen, who can preach the gospel, uh, amen, of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I want to be like some of those uh, who can lay hands on the sick and see them recover. Uh, I want to be like some of those, uh, amen, that can cast out devils. Uh, I want to be like some of those uh, who can pray for the dead uh, and they get up and walk again. Uh, amen, I want to be like some of those, uh, amen, that are full of the anointing of the Spirit of God. Uh, amen, if there's some men here tonight, God, uh, amen, that are truly hungry uh, and truly thirsty, uh, God, for a move of your spirit. God, I pray, Lord God, tonight that you fill us. God, it's not in my power. It's not in Brother Bubba's power. It's not in the name of New Testament church. Amen. But it's in the name of Jesus Christ. 
and only his name. In Jesus' name, God, I ask you, Lord God, tonight, let your Holy Spirit, God, permeate, God, this place, God, tonight. Hallelujah. If you're here, I'm just going to ask simply. Amen. I won't hold it too long, but I'm going to give you an opportunity tonight. Amen. Before we get into the rest of these messages, however God allows us to lay them out, I don't know exactly which way we're going totally yet. I mean, I'm just going by the leading of the Holy Spirit each week. Until we can press forward to the rest of them, until we can talk about preaching the gospel, until we can talk about laying hands on the sick and they recover, until we can talk about casting out devils, until we can talk about, amen, a demonstration of the power in our lives, we've got to have the source. And I want every single one of us, I mean, if you're serious about, uh, amen, to God, God's Word, if you're serious about your relationship with Him, if you're serious about, amen, going to deeper depths with Him, amen, I, I want you to begin to think about it tonight. Now, if you're here or if you're listening, uh, amen, you have no desire whatsoever. You're as close to God as you want to be, and you want no further, then this is not for you. I pray you change your mind, but tonight is not for you. But if you're here tonight and there is a true hunger and a true thirst and a true desire, amen, for more of the Spirit of God in your life and you're ready to step out of the boat and take that extra step, uh, amen, above and beyond what you've ever taken in your life, uh, amen, if you're ready, amen, to move out into the Spirit, uh, amen, and you want a true anointing of the Holy Ghost upon your life, uh, amen, tonight could be for you. And I can't, as I, as I said earlier, hey amen, we can lead horses to waters, but we can't make them drink. I've led, I've led you about as far as I can go tonight. I've laid it out as plainly as this old country boy can lay it out. Hey amen, repent. Believe is for you. Begin to ask for it. God will give it to you. Amen. Amen. Don't give up. Amen. Begin to worship and praise God. Amen. Begin to lift up your hands and begin just to speak. Amen. The praises of God. Begin to pray, praise God for giving it to you and pouring it out upon you. Amen. And then just simply receive it. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, amen, just go ahead and release and surrender and let God have your life. And he'll do it. Amen. If you're here tonight, amen, and you want some more of the Spirit of God in your life, I'm just going to ask you to come if you would. Amen. I'm not going to hold it any longer. Amen. If you want the Holy Ghost, amen, the Holy Ghost is here. Amen. We'll lay hands on you. We'll pray for you. Amen. We'll, amen. You come to the altar however you want to do it. It's up to you. Amen. But uh, I like laying hands on them and praying for them. Amen. To receive it. Amen. But I believe, amen, tonight, if you'll step out by faith, amen, I believe tonight that God has something in store for you. Amen. I got two. Do I have any more? You say, oh, I've been baptized in the Holy Ghost before. That's fine. When's the last time you spoke in tongues? When's the last time the, the Spirit overflowed in your life? I mean, when's the last time you got a feeling? I mean, do you need more? I mean, I, I need it every once in a while. I got to come back to the well, Brother Bubba. I mean, and get some more. I got three. Do I have any more? Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. I need y'all to help me pray. I mean, saints, uh, amen, that are back there, uh, 
Amen. This is, as I said, this is a power encounter. Amen. This is the kingdom of God coming against the kingdom of Satan because the kingdom of Satan would like nothing more to stop these three from receiving what they want to receive, amen, from God tonight. The devil would like to send every distraction into their mind. The devil would like to send uh, every doubt in their mind. Uh, amen. The devil would like to try uh, to discourage them from even being up here tonight. Uh, and I'm here to tell you, uh, I got some saints of God in here tonight. Uh, amen. That can pray and seek God uh, and fight some spiritual warfare and push back. Amen. The demonic forces. Uh, amen. That are trying to stop it tonight. Uh, amen. I believe we can see an outpouring. Uh, amen. Of the Holy Spirit. Uh, amen. In these lives, dear Heavenly Father, God. Uh, amen. We come to you, no. God, that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. God, it is your spirit. It's by your power. It's by your might, God, tonight. On the day of Pentecost, God, they were all in one place, in one accord, at one time. God and the Holy Spirit came in like a flood, and suddenly there was in that place the sound of a rushing mighty wind, and they began to speak, amen, in other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. Woo, hallelujah. Father, amen, right now, in the name of Jesus, rivers of living water, amen, begin to flow, God, in our lives, God, right now, from a heavenly flight place, God, from the throne of God in heaven above. God, I open up my vessel, God, tonight. God, I open up my mouth, God, tonight. God, I open up my heart, God, tonight. God, and I receive, God, your Holy Ghost into my life. God, I receive, God, that infilling once again in my heart. God, from the inside out, flood me from the top, God, to the bottom. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I ask you Lord, to touch this husband and this father. Thank you for joining us. Please feel free to share comments, prayer requests, or praise reports. Check back soon for additional episodes.